Hello, this is the Potters Podcast and welcome. We've got a packed show this week as always. News on Jonathan Walters, we've got a bit of a link to a Plymouth striker that doesn't really matter now, does it, at the end of the day. Got absolutely battered 4-1 away at Norwich and people are now starting to turn on Michael O'Neill by the looks of it. It's not took long, has it really? No, it's not took long. It's gone from Messiah to zero in the space of... What, a month, two months? I mean, we haven't won now in does it, 11 or 12 games. We haven't won a game for... And to be fair, yesterday we were absolutely yeah, shocking. Well, absolutely shocking. Worst performance for a while. It reminded me of Nathan Jones coming back. Yeah, some of the defending was kamikaze, first off. I mean, Macau was... If you could have thrown someone at him, you would have done. Yeah. <laughs> he's, well, he's just ball-watching for large parts of the game. Well, that'll go in the discussion when we go and play ratings. It's not going to be... I mean, if the players are listening, they're going to have to close their ears this week. Well, I just want to give someone an eight. Won't we keep being nice? Yeah, no, yeah. Wow. we did last week, didn't we? We seem to have got an eight. He won't this week. Yeah. All right, so before we go into anything else, there's been some great news that's come out this week. Super, super duper Johnny Walters has gone to be the chief executive or something of the PFA. Yeah, will there be other candidates? I don't know. I haven't really read much into it, to be honest. Well, I mean, if he goes for it, I think Taylor's stepping down at the end of the season or already yeah. has. I'm not too sure. I should have read, read the article, really, shouldn't I? There but should be more players involved on, on that side. I think sometimes there's been too many suits who don't, don't always know as much about the game as people who've actually played it. Well, that's always been the problem with a lot of the time, hasn't yeah. it? That people up there... Uh, the suits basically done brilliant in banking, yeah. but don't know how to put the ball in the net, and that that's all sign anyone. Yeah, <laughs> or no, I do anything in football. Yeah. Just just like those places up there. I mean, he's come out and said he, he's desperate for the job. Once he says he can do a a good job, and we've got his statement here that he's put out this morning about why he's done it. Today I've applied to be the next PFA CEO. This is why I'm extremely passionate and I have ambitions to take this union forward to not only be a leading organisation for the players, but to be at the forefront of changing society. I want the PFA to represent their membership and be leaders in diversity and equality, to show the way to others and hopefully by doing so. It can bring about changes in the wider community. I, th- I think it's a good choice in some in some respects because obviously John's played at top level, not top top, but he's played... Premier League, he's played at lower level. And you can see the game from different perspectives. Whereas you see with FIFA and stuff like Platini and stuff, the t- world-class players, everything they've yeah. had has been... Well, David Ginola went for it as well. Yeah, I, I just think... He yeah, hadn't played in the ice. No, but you see these top, <laughs> top players who, who, who've worked in, in the background of FIFA and, 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 and stuff like that. And you think, well, you don't know both sides of the game. In my opinion, well, he did start in the French second tier, though. It's taking long for him to start plumbing, going up. The, the thing is, you can see the struggle from different different sides. For me, when you see these top the top top players going into it, they only see one side of the game, and that's the best. They don't see the other side of the game. You need somebody in the middle, and I think John could be perfect for that. Well, he has because he's played non-league. Yeah. Played right at the lowest Chester, I think it was Wrexham was fourth division I think when he back played there. Um, yeah, he, he, I think he's a, a, he's a nice bloke as well as well when you talk to him and you see him on the TV. What we'll about him up front for us now? Uh, that's what I said. <laughs> I'd take him now. Just come out of retirement. Forget that job. Just get get up front. 
Is he better than Luke's? I think anyone's better than Luke's. To be honest, <laughs> I, I t- I, honestly, I'd take Dave from Doc and Doug. No, I still, I still think he'd do a job, man. Let's get him in. <laughs> well, like I say, we wish him good luck. Let's hope he gets it. Right, so we've got a bit of news about a player striker that we might as well just get out of the way now. Yeah, he's uh, played 45 games for Plum, scored 23 goals. That's a good return. Yeah, had a loan spot at Truro City in 2019. Played for Wales under-21s. Love a Welsh player, we do. We love Welsh internationals. <laughs> um, who knows? It's coming from a lower, le- lower level, isn't it? Yeah. It's going through a lower level. I don't mind it because, like, if Antony and Oliver Watkins did the same thing, I don't mind it. But I, I can't see as being first choice to sign him, to be honest. Because because oh. everyone keeps making the same thing. FFP, FFP, yeah. which is starting really annoying yeah. me now. It's all the time. It's all everyone's talking about. But the thing is that with our current run, we're not an attractive option for people. No, because play, players are coming through the door, and it's not happening. I mean, Clark's come in and, and he, we know he's got pedigree. And well, he has and he hasn't. He's got bits of pedigree out to the leads, but but Tottenham won't be interested if he if he wasn't if he, if he didn't have something about him. Yeah, there, just... there is something about him, but the thing is, we've brought four loan signings in, and they're barely playing. Let's be honest. The only one who's looks like a a player that we can go, yeah, he'll stay in is Norrington Davidson. Yeah. who's obviously got a three match ban. But Matondo looks like he's on a different planet. Like a fish out of water. You've got Jack Clark who has little stints where you think, oh yeah, he, he, yeah. he got, got something about him. And I can't even think who the one is. Who's the other loan signing? It's slightly rocked us, these, these, what's it, these new signings as well. It's not for what we need. Right. Like We've let all these players go. We've let Leg Lee Gregory go, who won man of the match for Derby yesterday. Uh, set up a goal, scored a goal at the bar at the post look really good up front and we're sitting here now going well why did you let Lee Gregory go for Sam Boots to stay I'd have been quite happy in January if he'd have just bought a striker in if, if he'd have bought nobody else in but bought a striker in and maybe got rid of Oaks or something I'd have gone yeah alright because the reality was alright we weren't scoring a lot of goals but we weren't losing he's bought these four or five players in and all of a sudden, we're all over the place because he's, I, I don't he's think moving people around. I don't think it's the signings of that. I, 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 I think it's some settlers. I don't know if it's such settlers because he's, he's brought in wingers to hopefully play wingers. But whenever we play wingers, we look incredibly suspect at the back. Yeah, because that's not the system he's been playing. The thing is, he's got a system he's been playing that, let's face it, most Stoke fans have not really that bit liked it. But it's worked. It's largely worked. But the, the thing is, he's going to oh, bring two wingers in and then change your formation. Well, if you're going to do that, that's something you do in pre-season. When you've got time for work on it and work with the team where the results don't matter. Not midway through the season. At the end of the day, he's, he started with a system. For me, he's got to see it through. Whether it's boring football or not. Because the thing is, we'll start having items like that every week if we're not careful. It wasn't two, three weeks ago I was sitting here saying he's, he's come in, he's sorted the defence out. Well, judging on how they played yesterday, I couldn't have been any any more wrong Yeah. with, with the way we played yesterday. But for me, these new signings, and he's had to move the team round a bit, he's ruined it. He should have left it alone. The reality is, we needed a striker. If you go back to before Christmas, we were defending well, and we were struggling in front of goal. It was clear as day yeah, what we, we, we needed. But even when we were in those, that form, where we were winning games, we were nipping games. We were just like sneaking a win and, and then yeah. defending the game. The problem is now, 
is that since Campbell's gotten that bit of trickery in the forward areas, yeah. we just can't create chances or clear cut enough chances. Absolutely. But it's slight against Norwich. Both chances we had were from Norwich mistakes. Yeah. The goal was a pass to. There was no creativity. I mean, the role. left back. The, I mean, to be honest, some of our midfielders need to take a tip from that left back who found Powell and got him, got him on and goal. It was a cracking yeah. little divvy. But before we go too far. The, we, fair enough the transfers they've come in the young this that the other but it's like I said the other day on the on the post page and I, I decided to bring the topic up if we'd signed all these loan signs permanently then I'd go yeah because we can build something off these these are young lads that can develop like Oakley Booth we know Oakley Booth's got a bit of talent probably needs a loan spell and he'll start learning his game same with Alfie Doherty, another one that I'd go, yeah, let's see what he can do for a season in the under-23s. Same with Wright Phillips, all them lot. But the problem is now it's back to the first team because we keep bringing garbage in. Morgan yeah. Fox wastes the space he is. You've brought, you've brought another one in, John Obi McCall, that yesterday was might as well have been on the, next to the manager watching the game because well, the he was first, just a bystander. The first goal, don't get me wrong, from a Norwich perspective, it's a good finish. But if you watch it back, Mikel let, let, pretty much lets him walk straight through. Well, he was, just, just, was just walking around yesterday with his mouth open. Yeah. Like that, just, just jogging up and down in the yeah. middle. Didn't help the defence, didn't push forward and help out. This is a man that I, I don't get why he's playing. And there is, for me, there is favourites starting to grow on that side who are playing no matter what. Yeah. Joe Allen's done nothing since no. he's come back. No, he's been the worst, he's been the worst comeback I've ever seen. We were all pushing, going, oh, he'll improve us. Since he's come back in, we can't create a chance. Yeah, we've just, we've just become so... We've gone back ten steps for them. Yeah, we have. Right. Yeah. So now before we'll go into a sort of kind of angered fit, we'll go into question time first, because obviously it's my turn answer it this week. Yeah. This time, you've very much built up a lot of pressure by saying this time you've actually done clues. I've got, I've got research, yeah. Well, as long as it's not... Well, he played for Millwall once <laughs> last time, and that will be all right. So fire away. This player, <laughs> this player is a centre back. Right, right, and he started his career at Celtic. He also won Player of the Season at Stoke, and he played seventy nine times for Stoke. Seventy nine times, right? That's first clue. Right, okay. <laughs> so, right. so he started at Celtic. He was Player of the Season. Yeah. He played 79 games. He's originally from Derby. He played for Celtic, though. Yeah, <laughs> straight up the end one. <laughs> right, there we go then. Right, so we're moving to the every week feature. This is going to be an interesting one. People should listen to this one just for itself. It's obviously player ratings. Angus Gunn. Angus Gunn. I can't really moan at him for any of the goals, really. I can't moan at him, but I think he didn't shout enough at times. I mean, it's like now I was looking on the Stoke pages and they're all going, get Gunn out, get Davies in. Then some are going, no, Bershik's done it wrong, get Bershik in. What, what, they, what they need to look at is what was in front of them yesterday. Yeah. It was like Kamikaze Sunday League defending at, at points. Yeah, well, I mean, first off, we'll go into Angus Gunn, didn't really make a mistake, didn't do a lot wrong. Not really suspect for any of the shots because they were nowhere near him. Really. He had a great I mean, save from that. Yeah, but to be fair, Wendy, Wendy, the chance it was well saved. But to be honest, I think he should have got down to the first goal. Can't well. I mean, it was low and it was on his side. I think it's a good finish. I think he should have saved that. Should he? Should have caught that. To be honest, 
bad defending, but the, the actual the, the build up for the goal, it, it, it's it's a good finish. That. I'll go over five. Yeah, five's fair. I think I'd, I'd probably. I think that's, I think that's man of the match. To, to well, I mean, you <laughs> probably would have given him a six if it weren't four, but I can't really sit there and go, "Oh, he's at fault." No, I'm only giving him five because he made that yeah. save. That's it. Otherwise, would have been a two. Right, who was next? Collins, who unfortunately got injured late on. He got injured late on. Doesn't look good either. <laughs> no, it doesn't look good. It could be out for the season if it's because it was a bad fall. You could see he landed wrong on his foot. Probably could be a, a rupture, maybe something serious. We don't yeah. know at this point until until obviously everything's come out. Um, he didn't play well, to be honest. No, this is the first time where you looked out of his depth at right back. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, he's a young lad, and see, at the end of the day, and I mean, he's done. He has done well this season. He, he can't deny what he's what he's achieved this season. But he ain't the only lad out there, and the thing is. There was more experience in that back line that should have been organising it better, and we'll come to him in a minute. But yes, he wasn't a good afternoon defensively for us. I can't. Some of the defending, it's sort of stuff you see on the playground. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was poor. There's no other way of talking. He was poor. Um, defensively, he he got shown up that he wasn't a right back. To be honest, yeah. But they've got real quality. They have. They've got Bandeira on the right. They've got Cantwell on the left. You know, people in the Premier League have been after these two wingers for a reason. They're good. They're good players. Yeah. And um, they come <coughs> up against the Stoke side. And it, this is where you start looking at it and going, "Why the hell are we bringing in a an eighteen, nineteen year old centre back to play right back?" Yeah. When we've got two right backs at the club, we've got, got more centre backs and strikers. Well, yeah. Now we have. Yeah. Cause now we've got a lump and inflection. But I'll go in with a four for, for, for Collins, which is generous, really, for what yeah. happened. The next man, you'd be lucky if you give him a four. Fox, absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Absolutely. For every single time I watch him play, he gets worse. He had one job to do for getting that ball. And he must, it felt like it was in slow motion he had the ball that long. Yeah, he, I don't know what he was doing. He sort of got the ball, looked. Looked yeah. again. He's running. Again. He's running at you. Kick it. Yeah. Kick it. Kick the ball. Kick it. Oh, he's lost his... Oh, he's kicked it at him. <laughs> yeah. Pathetic. Yeah. Absolutely pathetic. And, and that like... wasn't the only thing. He was overrun. Every one day had him on toast. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. said before, he is a quality player. Let's get me wrong. But I don't care. We brought him in to be a left-back. And at the start of the season, Michael O'Neill was going, oh, Fox has got that quality get us up the top end of the pitch. Well, he obviously hadn't watched him well enough, has yeah. he? And this is when it starts making me wonder who is making the signings. Not the manager. Because cause he's, he ain't playing him. Not the manager. He hasn't played him from the start of the season. So, And he plays left wing back for Chef Wednesday. He doesn't play left back. Yeah. And we've been, majority of the season, we've been playing with left wing backs. And he hasn't been playing him. Yeah. So it's obvious that this isn't a man he didn't really want. Mm. But we said that when Nathan Jones was in charge. When Nathan Jones was in charge, he was saying about choices and players and pools and all this sort of stuff. And... And the reality is, it, it shows. It shows these players come in, and obviously, most fans, it doesn't matter how long you've been supporting Stoke, you get in the, you, you sort of, you get a little bit excited when new faces come in the door. You think, oh, they might change. Every everyone who walks through our door, you think, oh, for God's sake, it's just a nothing, disaster yeah, after yeah, disaster. Yeah. It's what it's what another thing I'll say. We'll talk about this afterwards because I think it's a good topic. But Fox. I'll tell you what, this is the rating I'll give him. I'll give him a one. 
Well, I was thinking. I'm, I'm giving it one. It was pathetic. Yeah, it's not good enough. Just sure not. Boys. Just not good enough at all. Yeah. You know why the why the club signed in the first place? I have no inkling why. You know when you've got Norrington Davis who comes in and plays two games and looks like a proper left back, something we've been crying out for a while. It, it shows that this 26, 27 year old's been in the game a while. Doesn't know what he's doing. But do, do you not think that's a mentality point on Fox's behalf? Because the reality is, Norwich, it, Davis come in and he thought he can play. Yeah, he's a young lad. He's, he's, got, ready. Sus, he's got suspended. Fair enough. Yeah, which I don't think was a foul either. But to be shouldn't Fox in his own mind be thinking, well, I might get dropped here. This is my chance to prove that I'm a better player. Yeah. I can play till the end of the season and yeah. maybe get a new contract. But no, can't be bothered. Rubbish. Absolutely. You're coaching rubbish. a bunch of twelve year olds. Kick it, kick it, get rid of the just, just, I mean, just to clear it. Literally just boots it up the pitch. Yeah. You didn't even lead lose possession, you've boots yeah. it up the pitch, job yeah. done. Just John Smith. Just John Smith. Just just, 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 just having, just <laughs> having, getting away. He had two opportunities, booted away. Uh, another man who, 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 for me, should have done better with his mouth, and that's Chester. Poor he's the, he's the experienced head at that back. X one. I get get my words. That experienced head. Experienced. Experienced head with them young lads around him, Suter and, and Collins. He should be managing yeah, that back. That but back again, line. he was he was being he was being moved out of position, left, right, and centre. He, I mean, he, he couldn't physically cope with quite quick movement or quick passing. No. The first goal, Cantwell ran through the back line. Not one of them would even have a tackle. No, no, we were so so far off the pace. At times, it was men. To be honest, it was the way they their forwards moved against us. It was like men against boys. The first five minutes, I, I thought this could be ten. Yeah, I did. When kind of caused the defending? Well, that second one went ten or four. You know, it's going to be yeah. four five nil. This again, you're going to get battered here. I can see it coming. But you know, I'll, I'll give Chester a two for that performance because he was, yeah. was just ran all over the place. Couldn't go. Couldn't focus. Didn't open his mouth. Didn't tell Fox to clear the ball up the pitch. Didn't tell Nathan Collins just to stay deep and try hold, hold the line and keep Cantwell out of the way of making deadly moves. Yeah, it's poor. It's poor. Poor. And like I say, what's frustrating me with him yesterday was he's that head at the back who should be. He's he's an experienced lad, Chester. He needs to be doing more. To keep that back line intact. Well, he's supposed to be the captain. He's supposed to be the captain cut, at the back. Cut holes through that defence yesterday. It was it was embarrassing. Yeah, most of it was because of him. Right, on to Suter. Uh, poor. Made a couple of good challenges. Yeah, he, we know he's a great defender. We know he has. But with the people around him, he can't do anything about it. He hasn't got a right back next to him. He's got Calamity Chester next to him. He's got Fox at left back. What, what more can we expect from him? I'll just go home now. Who would play? Oh, put down Ian. <laughs> I'm going Rotherham. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. It was Paul. He made a couple of good tackles, which is why he'll have an eye mark. Yeah. Um, I'll go with. I'll go with a three. To be honest, I'll give him an eye mark. You are in a. In a we got battered. Battered for one. <laughs> I sat there watching this going. It's like we normally play, but now we can't defend. It. It was Paul. What are you giving him? I'll give him a five. A five? Uh, he was the better, out, best out of the lot, really. So you're giving two and then a five? He was yeah. the best out of the lot because he made a tackle. Because <laughs> the next one, I'm giving a two. He was a 
John Overy Oh, it was a standby. <laughs> he, might as well, he might as well have been the referee the way he was running up and down the pitch. I thought he was a cameraman. <laughs> Shocking, really. Shocking. Yeah. But he plays every week. When he's fit, he plays every yeah. week. It's like, I mean, reading the Sentinels ratings earlier, and, and he's sort of saying, well, he had a chance early on. Like, we lost 4 1. <laughs> and half of them were down to him, standing round. <laughs> and you just think, a certain players turn up at Stoke and some don't fit and some are gift wrapped and it's, it's been the same for years yeah. some walk through the door it's like oh John's alright yeah but he uh, got sent off last week yeah but he's, he's, he's Mikel he's fine yeah but he gave away three goals yeah but it's John it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's John it's alright Joe Allen's been terrible since we've come back in yeah but it's Joe he's a good lad <laughs> You know, Joe. You know, Joe. He's been, he's Joe. been for you five years, you know. He's Runs around like a headless chicken. Hey, I'll give it, I'll give him a call. I, I, I'm trying to give him a zero, but I'll give him, I'll give him a one because he looked well in the shape. Until he's marked out of time. I'll give him a one because he, he clearly went on the pitch in a clean shape and went off the pitch in a clean shape. Because he turned up. One, because he turned up. He just turned up, didn't he? Yeah. Just, we just basically, I, I was watching him and I thought, this time I'll do a proper watch of John Owen McCall while we were, the game was on. And I was just watching him walking up and down. Yeah. He was just running in the middle. Didn't get involved in defensive problems. When he did, he, he didn't out. Did nothing at pressing the ball forward. He was just running in the, the middle first of the goal I thought he was going to take a photo and put it on his Instagram story I mean, he was that he was, was that, that slow through. he was that slow with the ball that he didn't notice somebody run with him, passed the somebody ran to the ball first got the ball then he put his foot out <laughs> I've heard a slow reactions but maybe his eyesight's going <laughs> he probably nearly tripped up Joe Allen who was running behind him well pathetic for a man who's won a European Cup and all this kind of stuff, who's this playing? Yeah. It's like his brother's had him come. Finished. Another, another golf course player. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm really glad he's only got a one-year deal because yeah. he can, he's gone at the end of the season. I don't understand why Jordan Cousins has been dropped. When he came in, when Ubi Mikel was injured, he was playing brilliant, Cousins. He's got that movement. To, yeah, fair enough, he hasn't got that quality on the ball. But at least he'll shield the defence. At least he'll actually chase every last ball and put a foot in when it matters. Yeah, you'll chase it. And he isn't even yeah. a defensive player, really. No. He played more as a no, winger just when he was tall. He'll just play. Yeah. And the thing is, I've, I've, when it, like last season, all that lot, I thought Jordan Cousins was a bit of a, a flop signing, which to be fair, he probably is. But at least he's better than John Obi-Lucan with shielding the defence. Well, this comes back to what we said before, isn't it, about Stoke, Stoke as an area like Grafters and... Cousins is a grafter and Mikel isn't. Mikel just, it's like he, he'll tackle when he wants to tackle and he'll do what he wants to do when it suits him. And we, we've had too many of them players and it's not what we represent as a football club. We, we represent hard work. That's what sort of area we live in. Everyone's a grafter. Like it doesn't matter about that. I mean, even if he if if even made like a couple of... If you lose 4-1 and, and everyone's putting dying for the shirt... Getting kicked and coming oh, yeah, out. Oh, yeah, fair, fair enough. If, if they were coming yeah. out and giving, giving everything like they used to under Bules and we did get a battery at Chelsea, at least he threw everything in. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're coming out, you know. Cuts, bruises, and living and dying. Once you cross that white line. Yeah, we're talking like it. Back in Dave, tackling <laughs> everywhere, hard going Teddy Smith broke his leg and carried on playing. <laughs> Lost 4 0, but come on, the lads. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking him at half time. <laughs> 
true though. It's true. That's the way we've been brought up. We're brought up on people who work hard for the shit. Yeah, we all like an old player, and, and John Obi Cal sitting in the midfield is like is like a jelly baby, isn't yeah. he? Compared to all like the... a marshmallow. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing there. Like I'm trying to think of a moment where he did anything well. He did nothing. He just the coach on the way over side. Yeah, the only thing he did well was put his shirt on and take it off again. He did, he did nothing during the ninety minutes. No. It was his fault for the for the first goal because he didn't follow his man quick enough. Fucking, by the time he got he kicked out, he was nearly chippy Joe Allen because he was that delayed in his reactions. Yeah. And then, but where was he for all the other goals? He was standing in the middle of the park. He's supposed to be an oldie midfielder. Yeah, it's not. It's not for me. But why does he keep playing every week? This is the thing. Why is there so? We've got two players in that midfield that are doing nothing but playing every week. But yeah. when someone like Jordan Cousins has a bad game, he's out for a month. Yeah. Before someone gets injured and he has another chance to get back in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, certain pros come stoke with the gift rats. Vokes is gift rats in a way. That he even stays in the squad. Yeah, he's, he's always been crap, though, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you know what I mean? It's like he, every single person you speak to, uh, I won't let Vokes even turn up on the car park. I won't let him have a pair of boots. I won't even let him there. Everyone hates him. Yeah, well, for some yeah. reason, Vokes bench. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's no one else there, though, is there? That's but the guess thing. what? The reserves, he must do a better job than him. Well, you're going to have to, aren't you? We'll, rats, we'll get two votes because he did come on. It's made a massive impact. <laughs> put him right who's next because I'll give him a one what are you giving him uh, I'll stick with one as well uh, this one uh, I'm going to go straight in with the two as well there's Joe Allen give away a penalty and that was it really you can't yeah. think of anything else he did he, he was always choosing the wrong option for me he always he does that, that's his yeah. problem he always does for somebody who's on for, a lot of money 40-50 grand a week He's on Premier League money. Somebody's passing. I, I just thought there were simpler passes in the game where there wasn't much pressure from Norwich. And, and he just always made like a backward pass. Yeah, so always, always does. Always I said this last week. Pass. The problem is with Joe Allen. I, I look at him every time. When he plays, when he, plays he, he takes the simple pass yeah. every time. Not a pass to get us forward or break us forward. Yeah. Look at the difference of their midfielders are today. That Varanchic, whatever his name is, he was murdering us. Yeah. Kept breaking forward, bringing the wingers in. The w- I mean, Cantwell was everywhere. I yeah. kept saying, he's on the right now. He's on yeah. the left. He's through here. He's on there. Scores a goal. Creates a chance. Gets, no, get... no, I'll jack him with that hair, isn't he? <laughs> know, yeah, you can see him a mile away. Like some off Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's some of top Benidorm. <laughs> like I say, some of his passing at times, I just think... Because there was a part of the game where Fletcher had a chance and we could have gone 2-2 at that point when Powell scored. And you just think, that's down for me as a, a big confidence thing. And and you just think, we're so, we're so low on confidence now. Well, we're so low on confidence. But I mean, when you look at Joe Allen at the moment, he's come back, he, everyone was excited. Everyone was thinking, oh, when Joe gets back in that team, we'll be flying towards the title. He's come back in, we haven't won a game. No. But we haven't looked like winning a game. No. The football's horrendous to watch. Like you said, you give him a two, I'm giving him a one as well. Yeah. Give away a penalty, he did nothing. He no. did nothing apart from simple sideways passing. Should be ashamed of himself yeah. for the money he's on. Yeah, I missed the negativity at the moment. Right, on to Klukas. Honestly, I didn't even know he was on the pitch. He had a shot. had one shot, that's all I remember. <laughs> to be honest, I, I didn't even know he was on the pitch. Like night and day from last season. Yeah, Lucas. complete difference. Complete, Just... complete difference. To be honest, he's playing like he did under Gary Rowett. Like an invisible man. Yeah. 
I mean, this is what annoys me more than anything is like the way we sign players, and it's been happening a while. Like in Bueller when he first came in, did well for first six months and then disappeared off the earth. And then you've got like Bowian, well, not so much Bowian, you had plenty of players who had a good first season. You're thinking, oh, we'll build beyond that. Man Juff, when he scored, what was it, 14, 15 goals yeah. in his first season, you're thinking, probably this is the greatest free transfer of all time. After that, I think he only scored eight goals from, yeah. in four years. He was the most frustrating player in the world, I thought. <laughs> Played right back at one point, <laughs> that's, that's how bad it was. I, I can't go higher than the two. Because, I mean, fair enough, he had a shot which was nowhere near the goal to be honest, but at least he had that shot. But where's Klukas gone? Yeah, it's like. I, f- I think to me, the, the transformation in the formations we're playing, it's nullified the players and all the confidence has gone out of them. Yeah. The trouble is, we haven't won for that long. No, I mean, before, I think all season. Because Sam Klukas all the season hasn't been the same player. No, he hasn't. And it's a strange one. Why? Because it's formation changes. Yeah. He's playing too deep and he's got to defend all the time. Yeah. Because you've got because the thing is, you look at them two central midfielders, they're watching John Obi McCall sitting on their oldie role and seeing him not doing his job. So they're, they're obviously sitting back to try cover for him. So, like I say, I'm giving her a two because I can't go any higher than that. Do you think Michael O'Neill should have just built on what he was doing last year? Basically, yeah. Because I, I don't know why what he's done. Because the reality was, we weren't great defensively, but we were scoring goals for fun. Under. Yeah, well, we'll, just, we'll go on to that when we do Michael O'Neill's rating after. Paul? Got himself on the ground. I'll tell you what, that left back, what an assist. Yeah, what a, what a pass. What a pass. Straight into him. I mean, we're on goal. He yeah. took, took his chance. Well, well Nick. Yeah. Get yourself a goal. Go yourself a goal. <laughs> we'll still smash it. <laughs> still beat you 4 1. You know, I'll take that. He had a couple of off chances and just didn't really come off, but I just felt like him and Fletch looked very isolated in that. Yeah, they were isolated. There was no support to them, no creativity. Our midfield's a problem at the moment. It's not, it's not wingers, it's not strikers. No. Our midfield is weak. And it's ever since Joe Allen's come into it and John Obi McCall's come back from injury. Since then, three again in there, there's just no creativity at no. all. No. Um, I'll give Cluke, I'll give, uh, I'll give Powell, I'll give him a five because at least he was five. trying to do something. He, he, scored. Scored, he scored a goal. I'll, I'll give him that for that. But actually, yeah, I'll give him out of the match to be fair as well, Powell. I was going to give the ref man a match, I was. Um Clark, that cross for the disallowed goal, didn't see. It's a good cross actually, as well. Um, he just seemed for me a bit too featherweight at times. Got knocked, knocked off the ball. Yeah, he was getting easy. knocked off the ball. But the problem is they're not finding him. No, that's what I mean. I keep saying that all our problems and you know our problems have been for a hell of a long time. It's the midfield. There's no creativity there. They aren't finding them in space. Joe Allen, there was two opportunities in the first half where Clark was screaming for the ball and if he got it, he would have had yards of space and could have ran into it and created a chance. But he passed it sideways to Sam Clickers. Yeah. He, he did was, that he, was he did that in the Prem then. He's done it for years. It's just simple pass all the time with him and Clark, to be fair to him, is isolated. The entire forward line was isolated all game because the midfielders weren't finding him. Yeah. And when they were finding him, it's when they would mid mid deep midfield where there were an easy pass from Joe Allen or Lucas. Yeah. No creativity. Yeah, like I say, I just think he, he I don't think he did a great lot wrong, but we didn't really have much. No, he gets a five. Yeah. Can't go higher than a five. Right, Fletch should have had a brace really, shouldn't he? That chance he had second half. Took took his chance well first half, but he was isolated. I mean he should have scored that goal, he was one on one. 
it should have took it first time for me. So on the edge of the, he's on the edge of the D. Keep his miles off the line. Yeah, he, just pick his spot. Yeah, it's not only that as well. Yeah, the defenders were nowhere near him. It was a great through ball from Norwich. Once that keeper comes off the line, you can pick your spot. And instead he thought it was Pally dragging around. Yeah, him. yeah, it should have just hit it first time. Yeah. I mean, straight bottom coach. We know he's got the quality with the finish. Yeah, he's got hit the power first time. shot, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that is a lack of confidence, that. Because, for me, a player who has experience should know better than that. Yeah, just decided to try to take it round him. And to be fair though, Curl did well because he, he went to him and just kept shouldering him to stop him from flying round. But the thing is, he's free, free, he hasn't got the pace yeah, to the get round the goalkeeper and get get round there. He's chipped him from the edge of the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give I'll give him a four. Should have took his chances and yeah, he was a bloody was isolated. I can't I can't be harsh on the forwards because. They had nothing. They had, no. they had to feed off scraps. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give them a five. But I, th- I feel sorry for Fletcher most weeks because since Tyrese has, has got injured, he's like a lonely man up there. He's standing up. He's yeah. just standing in front on his end. Yeah, I mean, subs are going too much. Matondo, I think he was largely at fault for the fourth. He's, yeah, he was, he was at fault for the third, fourth goal, yeah. 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 He didn't, didn't follow his man and, and was... I mean, to be fair, he is five foot six, and well, he followed the man like an attacker. If you yeah. know what I mean, yeah, that not that not hitting him and, and getting right stuck in. He was sort of, he was three yards off him, and yeah, and you let him pass, and you let him pass. Yeah, yeah, it's a typical attacking player sort of defending. Yeah, yeah, where he's just sort of and, ghosting. And the thing passing. is, Michael O'Neill was playing at wing back yeah. for a few games, which shows you what the what is he thinking. It's cursed. Oh, of course. Well, there's something some going on, so. <laughs> Get that black cat shifting. See, there's someone walks through the door, cursed. <laughs> scored 58 goals last season. Walks through the door, yeah, scored in three years. He scored, yeah, Chris Greenacre. Chris Greenacre. Uh, but, uh, we're not giving ratings anyway, just go through the. Uh, McLean come on from McCall. Had a shot. Had a throwaway. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, illuminate! <laughs> oh, mate, ropes, come on! Oh god, I can remember when he came on. So everyone just Twitter just lit up. Well, yeah. that's it. <laughs> and now coming on the pitch, some the oh, kettle on. <laughs> right, come on, <laughs> lost this. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. I think off when ropes came on, I went right. Okay, Thompson, come on, late as well, and cousins, come on. How many chills do we have here? Isn't it? I'm saying here four. <laughs> four <didn't I? laughs> that's a that's a typo. <laughs> Everyone yeah. come on off the bench. Just want to bring him on. We're not going to do out anyway. Yeah. Right. So that's a negative. Look, we're going to have to go negative because it was a four-one defeat. There's nothing else we can go through really. Um, right. So we're going to Michael O'Neill. Then we'll have obviously clue two. I, I think he, he really he, he's gonna he's got to start. I was looking at social media on Saturday night and. There's grumblings starting now, but and, and it won't be long before it's like the fans outside with yeah, get him out and they 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 just want red and and, and the hostility starts. I mean, luckily there's no one going the games yeah. because it probably would have started a couple of weeks early, but it'll they'll soon start turning Stoke fans because this is shambolic at the moment the thing is we haven't played well all season so there's only been probably an handful of performances that you go wow that was brilliant we are playing like garbage well most most of the decent performances were start of the season that's the reality of I mean, it they're not now and haven't been for some time just a lot of draws and people going yeah well we're not lost 
And then all of a sudden the, the defeats are starting to creep in as well. But well, this is the first time this season we have been pasted. And it, it, it's to be fair to Norwich, they've got quality. We all know they've got quality in the Premier League last season, this, that, and the other. But he's brought four players in, and not a single one of them really started. Jack Clark and Norrington Davis, if he breaks through, um, I'll give Michael O'Neill. A, I'll give Michael O'Neill a, a free for what's going on at the moment. Yeah, it's getting it's getting worse slowly. Yeah, it is getting worse. I know he's got an injury of Tyrus Campbell, but I don't turn to a Liverpool fan. In the Liverpool fans at the moment, all they're talking about is well, Van Dijk hasn't got injured. Would have won that league. Well, well that's like no. Well, uh, Van Dijk isn't your goalkeeper, and he didn't come flying out to his goal yesterday. <laughs> when he didn't need to three 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 times in two games. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not impressed at all, Michael O'Neill at the moment. So I'm, I'm not saying he's saying I want him out or at large. Just silly talk, but. I'm not impressed with what's going on at the moment. Fair enough, we were playing good football. I could sit here and go, oh, well, we've just been, we've just had an hiding. But the football has been atrocious. I mean, I thought Pulis's football was bad. This is making it look great. It's a shame as well, because I, I, I sort of, I broke promise with Marco O'Neill. I thought, I just thought he, he was going to steady the ship for a few years and we might have another mid-table finish that would be a bit more... We're looking back to relegation form. That, that's how it is now. Well, I said that last night and we all starting to now look at the bot down rather than up now. Right, so let's cheer it up a bit with a bit of a positive spin. Let's have clue two. Clue two. Right, this player played in the playoffs for Stoke when we lost 1-0 in 1996. 97 and he also was still at Stoke when we got relegated in 97-98 and Lou McCory was the man who signed him Lou McCory signed from Celtic was yeah. it Lou McCory's first or second stint? I think it's second I think he's cut because McCory went Celtic didn't he? yeah he yeah. left Stoke for first time yeah, I think he I think he came Stoke at the same time as McCory he brought him with him can't learn any clues this time it's not really a big clue, though, is it? Oh, come on, just because you don't know. <laughs> like, oh, well, he, Hang on, he played Celtic. in the playoffs for us. He played when we got relegated. He got one player of the season. He came from Celtic. But I was three. <laughs> what? <laughs> How old was I then? Three? You were three. 96, 96, 96, 97. You were nine. Was I? Yeah. I'm a year younger than you. It was eight once, huh? No, I was, I was 96, I was ten. So so nine. Nine. Oh, well, I remember it well. <laughs> I remember the music and everything. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be a think now. So I'm trying to think next Celtic players. Right, so before we, you know, lose our minds now because of Mark's clues, we've now got into. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> next time I do questioning, I've got his shoe size. <laughs> right, so now we'll go into the discussion of the transfers. Because some person came out and made a good question, I thought it'd be a great topic for this week's chat. As the windows are closed now, is people kept saying about finance for fair play is finance for fair play becoming an excuse now? It is for people if they're struggling. No, it is. I think I feel it's I feel it's becoming an excuse now. Yeah. The missing. I mean, Kiefer Moore, who we charge side now, scored 15, 16 goals this season for for Cardiff. Uh, that Lyndon Dykes, what we were trying to look at, trying to sign, he scored 14 goals this season for QPR. That uh, Cosgrove, I think, he did he miss a chance or something this week, but looks like he could be a quality player. Another one that we missed out on. Yeah. 
why I could understand that we've got to balance the books this, that, and the other. But for me, it's now just becoming a little bit of a an excuse now because players are coming through the door, but none seem to be making any real impact into the first team. I tell you, the biggest problem for me, I, I've realised with this FFB is when teams used to come out of the Championship and go into the Premier League for a couple of seasons and then the money comes into it and into the Prem, if they had a bad season, as Stoke did, and went down, because the FFB wasn't a thing, the parachute payments... P, P, by the way. Yeah, I always say that. <laughs> the, the, the parachute payments would see them right to get rid of the idiots they don't want and rebuild the squad. And if they didn't come straight back up, it didn't matter because they got rid of what they wanted to and started afresh. Whereas now, I get the feeling that any team that goes up and has more than four years in the Premier League and starts spending and spending, if you end up getting relegated, it could send you into financial ruin. Yeah. Because you can't get rid of these players and you can't sign anybody new because of the sheer amount of wages you're paying out on these players you've had in the Premier League. So, you're just left in, in limbo. I mean, years ago, it used to be, they've been relegated, they'll go straight back up there, well, they're brilliant. Not anymore. Not anymore, because teams are coming down going, well, well, I don't know this season, Watford are doing well again now, aren't they? Norwich are top of the league. It all depends well, on how you You've got to look at Watford and Norwich's yo-yo teams, aren't they? Up, down, well, up, down. Morning, they've done seven years, haven't they, in a row? Yeah. But the they, did nine. They've never spent stupid money. No, they have, yeah. They spent 40 million pounds on that saw, didn't they? Okay, one. But what I'm saying is, did they sell him? No, he's there. He's he still there. There you go. And that's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference. We wouldn't have spent 40 million on, on someone. No, we wouldn't, no. That's, no. that's the if thing. We, if we went back up now, I know in a million years we wouldn't spend We were on about this last year. Not, nobody we had in the Premier League who come down with us was worth as anything no. apart from Butland maybe at the time Butland and Joe Allen was probably worth it yeah. but, but nothing but not as much as we bought nothing the reality is some clubs will get relegated and have enough quality in that team to make a little bit of profit back to then rebuild the squad again the problem is with us we had a 25 man squad with a bag of salt and, and that was the problem we could not get rid of them and we're still paying for it now we're still paying for it now because we're going for second best all the time. And sit there and say, well, Michael O'Neill's not doing very well. But then at the same time, I do feel for him a little bit as well. Because we've still got these players wrapped around his neck and we've still got that uh, financial fair play thing because there's too many wages coming out of the club. And then players are leaving, like Vimy, oh, well, we'll pay his wages. And well, we'll pay his wages. These clubs are laughing at Stoke. Yeah, they are. We're an absolute laughing yeah. stop. But that, but when you go back to that, it's like when you know we we signed in Bueller instead of Vitzel and we bought this, that, and the other. Th- that's the reason why we went down in the first place because we we weren't buying quality. We we're buying but no oh, ambition. Oh, he's he's cheaper. We'll we'll yeah. have him instead. It, it it does come down to ambition. It depends on where you want to be. Yeah. And it comes down to for me, it's the same now in the Championship. Yes, we've been hit by financial fair play because we went down and built. Well, this what this is the perfect example. Way too much money first year. Spent down. in all wages and everything that we spent as money on. We spent over a hundred and forty million pounds yeah. on a team that, let's be honest, was full of dross. Finished sixteenth, nearly got us relegated to League One last season, and then struggling and struggling and struggling. 
Yeah. But it's like I've said this before about about apparently the lessons that were been learned. We've we've let how many players go this window on loan? Seven, eight. Yeah. Loads of players have got out on loan. But we brought in four players. One of them, none of them have played over eighty professional games. No. Not hardly any of them have played real regular first team football. Only little stints on loan. Yeah. You've got Jack Clark, who was sort of a backup winger at Leeds when. Harrison had his injury problems. Yes, and Preston then towards the end of the season became first choice. Then moved to Tottenham for nine million. You've got Matondo, who was a Man City, very highly rated young player that's gone on. Had two years at Schalke where he's been in and out of the team. Schalke struggling. Schalke struggling. I mean, they weren't last season, but this season they've crumbled from like a stone, but apparently they're picking up again now. And, you know, you look at the signs we brought in this January, none of them suit what, what Michael O'Neill wants. None of them. I mean, I'm I'm going off because when they first signed, I thought, yeah, I'm kind of happy with what's coming. We brought young players in, but when you look at these kind of young players we brought in, these are still academy players for me. That need a bit of time to adjust and probably. If Matondo came Stoke permanently and then went out on loan and, and impressed, then you'd go, yeah, what a player. But he isn't going to come in and score nine, ten goals no, no. in the championship and, no. and push up the top end of the league. No. But so then it's a waste of a loan. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what we, we should be going out and getting twenty-one-year-olds and twenty-two-year-olds, ones that could make an impact now. There's no point bringing a loan signing in. It's an eighteen. Oh, he's got loads of promise. Point to that then. Yeah. He's on loan. What's the point of yeah. a player with loads of promise when he's a loan player? He scored twenty goals in six months. We'll have him back. He's done brilliant at Stoke. <laughs> Get him in our team. <laughs> the uh, thing is, it's like we brought Jack Clark in. He's, he's had a, a failed loan spell at QPR. Yeah. Played a bit of football at Leeds. I think only made one appearance for Tottenham. What we expect him, yeah, really. I mean, I he's a kid. I still get the feeling though that there was a lot of arrogance from the board when we went down. I just get the feeling that from from the outside looking in, you just get the feeling that when we had that chance to spend that money and push on, oh, we push on. We're gonna spend some serious money. No, no, no. Leave that. We'll have second best. Get relegated. Oh, we can't lose all that TV money. Spend loads of money, get us back in the Prem and won it. It was arrogance. No, it's stupidity. It's no, stupidity no. that's got us in this situation. Yeah, no, it's stupidity. It's stupidity from the ownership, basically. Yeah, now, now, after three years of failing in the Championship and nearly getting relegated last season, you've gone, oh, we'll follow Brentford. Get good young young players and produce them through and, and all that stuff. But that doesn't help anyone. We've got a team full of absolute dross. Yeah, yeah most of it was free transfers. You know, Morgan Fox, not good enough. Stephen Fletcher, injury prone. Good player, but injury prone. Okay. John Obi McCall, retirement zone. You've got Sam Bokes, finished. You've got Danny Bat, inconsistent, too slow. James Chester, Back inconsistent, struggling. You've got, what's his name? Tommy Smith, not good enough. The list goes on. I'm going yeah. through the entire squad here. You've got Adam Davies, good. We don't know, but we don't really know how we can cope as a long term because he's got injured before we can see it. Angus Gunn on loan. Makes no sense to me when Davis was doing well at the start. I know Bergic's come in. Well, well he came well. in to be number two, didn't he? But then Bergic had to come in and Bergic's done well. So for me, I, if I was the club, I would have gone, well, I'll tell you what, we'll use his brains. Let's get let's come, let's get Gun back to Southampton and use that money, get a striker in on loan. That's what I would have done because we've got Davies and we've got Bergic. Bergic, we know, can play championship goalkeeping. Yeah, I mean, you can't really say too much about Gun because the reality is we had a goalkeeping nightmare, didn't we? Davies come in, did really well, got injured, 
Gunker went, got injured. Then we signed that emergency loan, he broke his finger. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, Gunter come in, and at the end of the day, he's, he's done a job and he's filled in. I can't really fault Gun too much, but the, the Gun thing became more of a need than a want in the end, didn't it? Yeah, but I mean, at the start of the season, it made sense. But then with the arri- arrival of Bergic, I think, to be honest, looking at him, I think Bergic's a better goalkeeper. He's younger, he's better. I know he's better than Gun. I think, I, I 100% believe he's a better goalkeeper than Gun. I just get the feeling everyone sort of forgot how well Davies played at the start of the season. Well, Dave, no, Davies is, for me, Davies is number one. Yeah. He's number one. When he gets back fit, he's, he goes in. But for me, Gun came in to be number two. But then when Birgit was immediately brought back and then became number one, I think he became a, he's a better goalkeeper than Angus Gunn. Now, Davies is now fit and was close to being fit when the, uh, the window was still open. So I don't, what I don't understand is why they didn't go, Angus, you came in, you've done all right, but, Send you back. but Joseph's come in, he's done really good, we want him as number two, you go back because we need your Davies wages so we can get a, a new striker in. Could have got Keenan Davies or somebody from the Premier League on loan just to tie that us up. over to the end of the year. That's, yeah. that's the difference. You see, I mean, when Birmingham City now are beating us to strikers, what's gone wrong? Yeah. You have to start looking realistically at what's going on here. Because the negativity around Stoke. I don't think players want to join Stoke. I, I don't think it's negativity because I think the fans went everything was going well under Michael O'Neill. We were all happy. You listen to some of our podcasts, the most cheerful we've ever been. Yeah. And, and the thing is, we weren't playing brilliantly, though. We were just winning. We yeah. were just getting results. Yeah. But we were, we were never playing well. We were still struggling, creating challenges. Really hard. But they were nipping wins. They were nipping goals. Powell was just popping in and getting an equaliser or getting a winning. And it was a difference. But then January's come along. and Now, if we brought all those loan signs that we've signed, if we'd got them all permanently... I'd be sitting here going brilliant. In a couple of years, they're going to be good players. Yeah. But the problem is when you bring free loans in, and players who have got promise, there's no guarantee they're going to come in and, and start ripping the league up. Yeah. And the problem is none of them look like they are, apart from Norrington Davies, who I think yeah is a good good signing. He'll yeah. improve our defence because Morgan Fox is that crap. And somebody said to me, he goes, oh, until this dead wood goes, we're going to struggle. <laughs> But we're bringing more dead wood in yeah, every yeah. year. Yeah. You've got Vokes first season of the championship. You've got Benicophobia. You've got Etabo. And Dying that has now gone, but it's still costing us. You've got Tom Ince, £12 million waste of time. Yeah. You, you've got... They keep growing. Then you've now got last season's ones, like um, left-back and right-back. I can't think of Smith and the left-back. I know he's gone anti-ward. But yeah. then we've replaced him with another crap one, which yeah. is Fox. So it's just it's just recycling dead wood for dead wood, yeah. And it's like, well, how long is this going to go on for? In nineteen years, we're going to say, when that dead wood goes, we're going to be brilliant. We are. All that players have gone on loan and die. It's fifty-four. <laughs> yeah, it's died ten years ago. Still gone. No, well, with the Premier League, you know, those players Vimmer's, gone. Vimmer's, Vimmer's will still be playing when he's fifty because only played two games in the last four years. That's <laughs> what I mean. It's like you've got Kevin Vimmer and all this lot now. I think Kevin Vimmer's at the end of his contract at the end of the year, but we've got two more now in Chester and Bat. Yeah. But I know what Stoke will do. They'll give James Chester another year yeah. because they don't want to go out and get another one. It's like yeah. Liam Lindsay. And, I can't, and, I've, and I've been proven right this week. He scored a goal and got man of the match on his debut for Preston because yeah. I think he's a good player. Yeah. Gregory, what a performance he's put at Derby. Man of the match, yeah. scored a goal at the bar. 
and created the wedding. Yeah. Okay, Stokers for some reason. <laughs> that's that's just jumping around. Get that Ouija board out. <laughs> Something's get, going get, on. Get a priest at the bat. It's it's not good enough, is it? No, it isn't. Right, so now we'll go to the final clue. I know it is anyway. Really. Oh, so you're giving it all the provolio? <laughs> giving it the burger and you, you already knew who it was? Uh, he's like him, actually. I thought he was Scottish for years, but I didn't know, I didn't know he was. That's from Derby. I think he signed him to Celtic as well. He never actually played a game for Celtic. Yeah, he signed him, but he didn't Lou, play. But, you know, Lou McCarty wasn't there, put his coat down. It's <laughs> Celtic to him. Come with me, son. I haven't seen you play, but come on. I've been sacked. Come on. Um, <laughs> he played most of his football at Hull City. Yeah. Played over 193 games. Yeah. Uh, he had four years at Grimsby Town. Played 131 games. Oh, God, he did. Yeah, he scored a big goal or something as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, um, two years at Harrogate Town and Where? Harrogate Town. They lose to that. Yeah. <laughs> and he finished his career at North Ferriby and was caretaker manager in 2011. Do you know who You just is? made them two, two up at the back. What's the word? What's Whittle North Town? Ferry. North, <laughs> North Ferriby. Never heard of North Ferriby. <laughs> well, you're doing well. You're going to have some, you're going to have some grief on the, on the, on the pod now. North Ferriby. What was it? Indonesian falling? Indonesian going, where, don't we know where that is? North Ferriby. You're kidding. The massive club. <laughs> oh, I know the player. Don't we reveal? Or yeah. Don't we reveal? Yeah. Justin Whittle. Yeah. Was that a decent enough clues, people, this week? We can't hear you. Well, you can still message. Loads <laughs> it. Oh, the clues weren't good enough last week. Right, so before we finish up with that great bombshell, there's obviously been news this week coming out that it looks like Ryan is going to go. Yeah. And I thought we'd put a bit of a time and a bit of a mention and talk about what do you, what your favourite memory of Ryan Shawcross is. Oh, Shawcross. Shawcross. What a legend. There's there's a few. I mean, there's a few. There's a few that, not even goals. I mean, I'll never forget when he had older for Stephen Hunt on the throat. On the throat. Oh yeah, that, was a, that wasn't a good idea. That wasn't. Was you know, little fella messing with his face. Challenged. He's like genuinely terrified. <laughs> he moved one side. It was, it was like when Jimmy Bullard went up against Duncan Ferguson. Mark Duncan. What? Yeah. It, it, it's. Um, the thing with Ryan is. He's, he's what every model professional should be. When you see him in interviews, he's always well-spoken, he's always professional, and he's sort of been a, like an adopted son at Stone County. And apparently he's a tight ass. Is he? Yeah. Well, most people are with money. <laughs> Peter, Peter Crouch says, wherever he goes anywhere, it's to do with Stoke. He'll always wear his free Stoke gear. <laughs> And he said he had a towel, the same towel for about five years. It was getting holes in it, you know. He didn't want that in Must be old-fashioned, well, There's loads of laugh left in that towel. <laughs> See straight through it. Yeah, it's not broke yet. Come on. <laughs> we put it together, it worked. <laughs> yes, yeah. Ryan scored goals for us, didn't he? He did, especially for his three or four seasons, he did. Yeah. I think it's a shame that... He scored against Arsenal one year, didn't <clears throat> I think so, yeah. Yeah. He, the, the thing is with Ryan is that as a player and as a, as a legend at the club, 
I don't think we'll ever see another player like that in the nowadays. Well, we, I haven't. I've, I've not seen it. I mean, we did have the last inklings of Peter Fox when we were a kid, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Because he was a long, long servant at Stoke. I think he's fourth and fifth all the time. Appearance record old as well, Peter Fox. I suppose the proudest moment was seeing him walk out at, at Wembley. Really that, that's it? my moment. Yeah. If I think back now, if he, loses, if he leaves and doesn't ever come back to the club, which I doubt, so I think he'll come back in a coaching role. That's the memory I'll have the most, is he's the first man to to march Stoke out in an FA yeah. Cup And, like I say, I mean, to be fair to him, he played well in the semi-final as well. He was playing well, he was a yeah. great player. I can remember a game, I think it was, I think it might have been all, where, I swear it was Doyle, that, that Irish one who was dead quick. Was this at the KC? I'm not sure, but... Well, he, he, he scored at the KC. Well, he, he raced back, he raced back and tackled him. Yeah. And he, he, he got us the results, he got yeah. us the game. And he, 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 that's how good he was at one point. You know, Real Madrid was sniffing around him, Man United way. And I don't want to, to go into too much detail with him because... Obviously, if he does go, we'll probably do a, a complete podcast to him, to be honest. At one yeah, point. the thing is, you, it's, it's it's hard to forget just how much... I think that's that's the biggest problem when you look at yesterday's game, is Ryan was never the big shouter or the big character in that respect. He led by example. Yeah. And used to watch when we're in tight games in the Premier League, I would get battered second half and barely touch the ball. But we still won the game. And because Ryan was holding that defence together well, it's like Super John Robert you've said about him he said he was the best captain he ever worked with because he, if he ever needed anything he was there he'd help you out he'd sort yeah. everything out he made sure everyone's got in kits yeah. he apparently even used to make brews as well at half time for everyone to pass them out <laughs> I'd like him now to be honest and gasp me but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on the podcast before you go American. <laughs> <laughs> kettle on Ryan <laughs> go on Ryan <laughs> but he was obviously crippled with a bad back once he? he's always had them problems I mean he had painkilling injections didn't he for a few years and just wouldn't stop growing yeah <laughs> well somebody we know who, who worked on his house when you were having an extension said that every morning he used to be like screaming agony and pain yeah. when he was getting out like in the morning must have been getting out of bed or whatever because he was in that much pain on his back should have slipped stomping up <laughs> yeah, <I wouldn't. laughs> but if anyone can do it it'll be you to have yeah, I could sleep on a washing line. It's amazing, really, because I never used to be able to. But now, as I've got a bit into my 30s, it's... A fate. Cheeky shot. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... It'll be one to remember. It's just, like we said before, it's a shame he couldn't have lifted something for us. But when he walked out of Wembley... But the thing is, at the moment, with the, with the non-performances of Barton Chestick... Is there a ch- would you see there's a little bit of a chance of him getting back in? If Ryan was, if Ryan could stay fit and play every game, he'd be one hundred percent in my back line. I, I, Not just honest, for his ability, for his leadership. And I've I've said this before about like James Tester and, and Danny Bart, two players that for me, as soon as they go out the door, the bed. You know, you're looking at them and you're going, Ryan's a better player than these when he's off fit. Because Danny Bart, we all know he's got a good, good he's good, great in the air and can tackle if a man's in front of him. But as soon as one goes left, he's, he's, he's left. Chester's got no no speed about How was he captain for all City? I don't understand how... I mean, do you not think that he's not really giving him a fair crack, really? Because he's been injured for a while, Ryan. He's not really well, he brought him chance. in against Leicester, didn't he? And then 
I didn't think he did too badly against Leicester. He looked Leicester, rusty. They, they, they but, he, but he looked rusty against Leicester. Yeah, but he, has, he hasn't played and he's getting on a bit. And I thought, yeah, oh, he's coming back. Ryan's going to come back. He completed 90 minutes. If he you did, sat there with the, with the team sheets yesterday morning and looked at it and went, well, we've got Norwich near the top of the table. We need somebody away from home who's going to lead that back line. The only person on our squad is Ryan Shawcross. It's not Chester or Bat for lead the line. No. They're just not good enough, them two. But that just shows the like I've just been talking about on the on the transfer front, how we keep just bringing Dross in for Dross. And it's it's, it's got to stop. It's yeah. got, it's got I mean, to stop I, now. Don't get me wrong. I did say earlier in the season that if he doesn't get a chance this year, then you need to look at it in the summer because if he can't stay fit. But he is fit. The thing is, it's like he is fit. And it's not only that, but the... The two players that he's consistent with, and Chester and Bat, and I mean at the moment it's more Chester. And again, Chester's had a couple of good games, but then gone rubbish again. Yeah. There's no consistency there. With the fingers of Ryan, if he's fit and gets up to speed, I'd prefer him in the back line with Suter, especially for Suter, because what a great bit of experience he'd have from a player like Shawcross yeah, yeah. along alongside him. But that's tough. Do you not think that's tough for Ryan as well, sitting on the bench watching them pair of clowns and going? Oh, why not getting in this side? <laughs> That's what I mean. Looking at Danny, but what's he doing? He's like a tanker. He can't <laughs> even run sideways. <laughs> what's, what's, why is he getting picked up? He's, he jumped in again and gave a penalty. Wait, how, how am I not on this team? Yeah. It, it must be frustrating for him because, like I say, well, he's been a great servant for Stoke. And, and, and the thing is, when you've had the run we've had, is it 1 and 12 now? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, 1 and 14. 1 and 14. Yeah. When you need to stop the rot, you need somebody of top pedigree sometimes to just dig you out and make them changes. And the problem is, he has got that real pedigree. That he, he, he could have moved. I think he could have moved to a big club either at one point. Yeah. And the thing is, to me, I don't see anyone in that starting 11 who's going to drag us kicking and screaming other than Ryan could. That's so, the problem. It's a shame, and we'll and that'll be done. Right before we go go on, we're going to mention a new uh, thing that we're going to be bringing out soon. We're going to start it next season, which is the Potters Podcast TV. Are we doing that now? Yeah, we're doing that now. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. We're starting it next season. That's, that's, that's new sure. information for me, though. It's new for you, probably, as well. I, I was going to tell you, but I forgot. Um, we're going to be bringing it through. We're going to be bringing regular content on screen as well as on here. We're going to be bringing that something that I like the idea of and I decided to bring it in. Ultimate five-a-side teams. What, from any division? No, from Stoke. Just, just Stoke. It's oh, right. no one else. But you can pick whoever you want. But it's got to be one goalkeeper, one defence. One midfielder. One midfielder, winger, cam and striker. Nice. But that's out of the entire history of the club, so you've got to be careful because you ain't going, I'm putting Glenn in. And I go, what about Stanley Matthews? Glenn's going out again, bust What about Mbula? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Tom Frower's team, yeah. Mbula! <laughs> Why? Does that mean half time here? Yeah, you have to put streaks in. Just ready for, for Just for Ben on. And there we go. Right, so you know where we are. We're on all podca- podcast platforms. We're now on Amazon as well. We're definitely Amazon. on Amazon now. Does that mean so, we get free Prime? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have to have Prime to listen. <laughs> so we're on there now. We're on all the others, as you always know. We're on 
every single social media thing except the new ones because I don't understand them. It's, it's took me a year to understand Snapchat, to be honest. And I still don't, I still don't get, get how we yeah. it, to be honest. Because I would put us on there, but I don't really know how to... Yeah, I don't know how I logged on it myself. You've got a blob open me going on there. Especially at my age now. I can't get this nowadays technology. I mean, Tumblr, what's that one? I thought it was a dating site. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, I don't know. But anyway, thanks for listening. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. All the best.